Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. LMFM Podcasts, brought to you with Cartman Cross Credit Union, where you'll find the best car loan to get you on the move. Talk to one of our team today at Cartman Cross Credit Union, O'Neill Street, or CartmanCrossCU.ie. You do know by now that it is Organ Donor Awareness Week, and on Monday, John McGovern joined us and told us the story of his receiving a kidney quite recently indeed, and how it changed his life. Today, we're going to uh, change tax likely because we have a wonderful young woman with us who I met I think how long ago was it Sinead at this stage? Um, I think it was about seven years ago Indeed now. it is <laughs> as long as that ago Yes Sinead Faulkner is with us and I want to welcome her back to Late Lunch Thank Good you. to see you again Thank you for joining us and I want to say hello to everybody on Facebook Live Join us on Facebook Live Here we are in studio with this wonderful woman Now let's go back uh, and turn the clock back 14 or so years ago You were 13 and up to the age of 13 no issues? No, never sick at all. <laughs> what happened at 13? Um, I just got very sick. Um, I was uh, down the town with one of my friends, came home and we were having a sleepover. And the next morning I woke up and I just kept going in and out of sleep. Um, so that kind of continued throughout the morning. Um, then that night just slept through the night. Sunday came again, just slept through all of Sunday uh, Monday came and my mum, I, I was doing first year exams at the time, they were coming up, so mum thought I was just trying to pull a sickie from school, <laughs> um, which I wasn't. Uh, and she brought me to the doctor and he thought it was my appendix, sent me straight to the Lords and it just went downhill from there. Um, they were just trying to diagnose what was going on. Um, I, I don't remember being in pain, but I obviously was in pain at the time when he was diagnosing me with uh, something wrong with my appendix. So yeah, just got to the Lords and then they were just trying trying to see what was going on and why I was feeling so unwell. So you're 13 and you don't expect as a 13 year old to be thrown into a situation like this. Do they get to the diagnosis quickly that there's an issue? Uh, yeah, they did quite quite fast. Um, I think I was in the Lords for maybe two weeks, uh, just being sent for scans and blood tests here and there and everything. And uh, then they transferred me up to Crumlin Hospital in Dublin. Um, and it was from there then that they discovered there was something wrong with the liver and that I had autoimmune hepatitis. Did you understand the seriousness of this as a young teenager? Not really. I don't think so at the time. Um, it was just, it was happening. You have to get on with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just being kind of given loads of steroids, loads of drugs and that kind of stuff just to kind of balance out my blood tests and kind of get control of what was going on. 
And subsequent to that, for the next number of years, I take it you were monitored closely, you yeah. were on medication? Uh, lots of medication and kind of up and down to the hospital every couple of months. Um, and then in between, a little bit sick in between, I had um, septicemia, pneumonia, just kind of thrown into the works every now and again, there was something coming up. Um, but yeah, re- it was relatively calm otherwise. Um, yeah. Were you able to continue with your schooling, your studies? Yeah. Did you complete your exams, etc.? Um, yeah, missed out on the first year exams, didn't have to sit them. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, yeah, sat all my exams, uh, finished school and um, yeah, that was... Now you're out of school, you're yeah. coming to 19 years of age and suddenly there's a crisis, a real crisis. Yeah. What happened? Um, so I had signed up to go to art college in Ophi um, to do my portfolio and I went up for the induction day and uh, on the way home it was lashing rain and I just felt unwell felt like it was coming down with the flu uh, my mum was away at the time and so I got home rang my sister she worked in Dublin at the time so she came home and I rang her and just asked her to drop me over some just um, some antibiotics not antibiotics but you know yeah. <laughs> Lensips and stuff like that uh, so she came over dropped them in and she left and I'd say about 10 minutes after she left I rang her and I was like can you come back over I, could, I, f- I felt like I couldn't move out of the bed um, I just felt like I needed to get get sick so she came back over brought me up a bucket and that's where it just went downhill um, I was just projectile vomiting um, blood pure blood um, so my sister rang my auntie who is a first aider and uh, rang the doctor on call and he said I'm going to ring an ambulance so they rang an ambulance and my auntie came over and she said why don't you go into your mum's room there's an ensuite there so I went in everybody went downstairs to wait on the ambulance and um, I forgot to bring my sick book in and while I was lying in the bed I felt like I needed to get sick again so I stood up out of the bed and collapsed and smacked my head off the door frame and knocked myself out and that's kind of really I, I vaguely remembered the um, paramedics coming in um, I couldn't I, f- I physically couldn't move or talk but I could hear everything that was going on um, and the last thing I remember is them lifting me up and yeah I v- had vague recollections of being in ICU in the hospital um, that night but I was in and out of consciousness um, apparently I was just there was just puking up blood the whole time So you are critical Yes very critical Yes And everybody is standing by and praying and hoping that yeah. you know this situation will turn but the bottom line is you need a new liver. Yeah, so at the time, um, so they stabilised me in the Lord's Hospital um, that night and my mum, God love her, got the phone call um, while she was on holidays that she needed to get home ASAP. So she was on the next flight out um, the next morning, flew into Belfast uh, host, or Belfast um, Airport and she got a Garda escort straight to St Vincent Hospital where I was just after being transferred to. They stabilised me enough to transfer me um, and they ended up putting a shunt in my liver to stop the bleeding. Um, and I was in a coma for about a week, just over a week. Um, and then when I came out of the coma, then it was there was talks then of going on to the transplant list. How long did it take? Um, I went on the list the start of October um, 2010 and I waited. Uh, I had my transplant in March 2011. In the springtime of the yeah. following year. But that was had to be a very difficult time. Um, it, yeah, it was. Um, I 
I went on the list in October, got out of hospital, went back to work um, and the week of Christmas I got sick again. When you uh, when you have liver disease and it's so far along, you get um, fluid build up in your stomach and the fluid build up in my stomach ended up getting an infection. So I ended up back in hospital with an infection in the fluid, which was quite serious as well. Um, so back to Dublin um, and I got out the day before Christmas Eve so I decided then not to go back to work um, so didn't go back to work and then I just I couldn't sleep or anything but at the time I didn't think that it was on my mind that much but clearly it was um, and then we had a false call in January um, where we had to go up and wait to see if, I, if, it, if it was a liver for me um, unfortunately it wasn't um, so we were sent home and back on the waiting game again and then kind of yeah just I wasn't sleeping or anything and then finally got the call then in March and it happened and it happened yeah (laughs) and here you are today all these years later full of life and fun and telling the story about it but that liver that somebody else gave to you yes saved your life definitely 100% I wouldn't be here today only for it you go into surgery, you get the liver. What's it like post the operation? Was it slow coming back? Um, n- no, not too bad. Um, the, when I had been in hospital the previous September, um, when I was that sick, getting sick blood and stuff, they had when I was in the coma, I obviously had a lot of drugs pumped through me and a lot of morphine. And the come down off morphine was not fun. Um, so when the transplant came around, I chose not to have um, morphine afterwards because it was so severe it's not a nice thing um so yeah the the first day or two were were the toughest um they uh, they obviously put a catheter in so you're not up going to the toilet and stuff but I took mine out and decided I was going to be up and walking uh, which the nurses didn't appreciate I took it out in the middle of the night um, but I think that was actually a very good thing towards my recovery because it made me get up out of bed it made me move about um, now in fairness I was actually like bent over like fully walking to the bathroom because I was afraid that I'd rip my stitches and staples and everything um, but within uh, a week I had the first lot of my staples out and they had decided to let me home for two days um, uh, as a trial basis to see how I got on so I went home for the two days and then came back up and they just took out the rest of my staples and that was it see you later goodbye <laughs> they couldn't get way to get rid of me <laughs> But obviously then you were determined to get on your feet quickly and yeah. uh, embrace life and get going. Yeah. And that was it. You marched on from there. <laughs> yeah. Out I left and yeah, so a few little checkups here and there. But <laughs> hey, Wonder Woman. Are we ever in studio with Wonder Woman? I did interview Wonder Woman, the real one, many years ago. But you know something? I'm looking at one this afternoon on Late Lunch. Isn't she remarkable? Sinead Faulkner's with us on Late Lunch. We're going to talk more after the break. We've been with you on Facebook Live. We'll say goodbye to them on Facebook Live for the moment. But stay with us on LMFM Radio. More to come. Sinead Faulkner is telling us her story, a remarkable story on Late Lunch this afternoon. So you over the transplant and again, lots of care for you. And you'll always have the, take the drugs, yeah. anti-rejection drugs. They'll yeah. always be there. Well, yeah. Do you take anything else besides that? Uh, just a, a small dose of steroids. OK. Yeah. Not a, a heavy burden to carry by any no. means. So 
you're out of hospital, you don't want to go back, you march on and you wait. Do you go back? What happens then? I know you went to Australia. Well, first off, this lad, this man of yours, <laughs> Gary, who you're going to marry, congratulations Thank you. next year as well. Where did you meet him? Or when did you um, meet him? Was it after the operation? Yeah, it was after the operation. It was a couple of years after. Um, so five years ago now, I met Gary and uh, yeah, just met him in Fails one night and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> did you say he's the one, you know, the, the song? Oh, no, not a first name. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly is now. Yeah. Yes, sure. he is, definitely. The two of you, though, headed off to Australia. How long were you in Australia for? Uh, we were in Australia just under two years. Um, and we'd done a bit of travelling around Asia on the way home then as well. So, yeah. Did brilliant. you like it there? Yeah, we'd go back in a heartbeat. Would you? Yes. <laughs> if somebody wants to sponsor me, we'll go back no matter. <laughs> what about your farm work? I have to ask you about that. I believe it was a special, <laughs> special uh, memory for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was grading onions and um, broccoli. Yeah, the onions were, were not so good. But we, we got through it. Did it put you off them for life, no? Yeah, yeah. The smell of onions, I'll never forget, and the dust. Oh my god! Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was. It was great though. We met some brilliant people, and we worked on a great farm, a great family farm, um, and they're all very good to us as well. Mm. Um, yeah. Did you enjoy Asia? Because you, when you you went from Australia yeah. and travelled through oh, Asia as well, yeah, absolutely loved it. We went to Vietnam, Cambodia, and Thailand, and yeah, it was just unreal. We spent just under three months travelling, um, and then my sisters actually flew over to Thailand on our last leg of the journey and uh, yeah needless to say that was fun <laughs> what an experience now you are a makeup artist and you have your own business and I you've do. just moved premises lately yes. haven't you yes we've just make, moved to a bigger studio on Peter Street in yeah. Drogheda I was looking at what you do <laughs> you're good Thank you. You're really good. I do try. Do you know on your Facebook page that image of the lady with all the different colours on her? Yeah. Is that you? Yes, that's me. It's amazing. Seven hours of work. <laughs> well, you can see it. That is for sure. Who are your customers? Who comes to you? Um, we have a wide range of customers. Uh, bridal, just people having birthdays. Um, and now recently, more younger clients as well. So we do a lot of workshops um, for children and teens. So last year, we had loads of Halloween workshops, just learning how to do like cuts, bruises, all that kind of thing. And now we're just actually having some teen boot camps now this weekend. Okay. Um, yeah. So and uh, is it for girls predominantly? Uh, it is, but boys are welcome as well. Like we had a quite a few boys actually on the Halloween workshops and they quite enjoyed it. So the lads <laughs> like to... Uh, oh yeah, they dabble in it every now and again well as well. well and preen themselves yes. also. Yeah. But it's going well for you and, and you are so well regarded. Mary Lawless has been on to us <laughs> just now to say, Jerry, I'll tell you, Sinead is the most amazing makeup artist. Thank you, Mary. And that's a lovely comment there. And uh, there's another one in from Marie. Oh, Jerry, well done to that young woman. Isn't she just uplifting and fabulous? Thank you indeed for that uh, comment, Marie, to us. I keep them coming to 086-1800-658 WhatsApp, text or across social media and if you want to pick up the phone it's 1850-715-958 Look, you are an example of somebody who's benefited from a, a transplant and somebody Definitely. else gave you a new lease of life. What do you say today to our listeners to encourage people to carry this donor card? Don't ever just assume that people know your wishes Um just if you if you ever walk through um, a ward where there is patients waiting to be like given a transplant, you will see the heartache they go through, their family goes through. Um, just make sure that you know that your family know your wishes, um, that you carry a donor card. Just everything like just be just be very aware um, that people might not know your wishes. 
And that is the thing that people often take for granted. Yeah. You must make specific wish- wishes, mustn't you? You can carry yeah. I know, a donor card that enables you, especially the Kidney Association are brilliant with it, but if you have specific wishes for your organs yeah. to be harvested, you need to make that specific Definitely, known, 100%, don't you? yeah. And you are but one example of so many people who have benefited from somebody. I said this to John, I said to anybody I've met over the years, do you think about that person? Oh, yeah, definitely. gave you something precious? Definitely, 100%. Um, You'd wonder what they were like and how they lived their life and what they would be doing now as well. And often think of their family and obviously what they went through and what they're still going through. Mm -hmm. Um, But they made such an amazing choice as well. Like, I'm sure not only I was a recipient of an organ, I'm sure there was other people as well from this person. Um, And I'm sure it gives the family a little bit of heartwarming um, to know that there is other people living Mm -hmm. off... Did it push you in the direction of going to Australia, seeing the world, setting up your own business, grasping life? Yeah, like I think I, I always wanted to go travelling, um, but it wasn't, there was, I wasn't even allowed going holidays for the last year um, before I went on the transplant list because I was so bad. Um, I wasn't allowed to even go to Spain if I wanted to. I couldn't even go to Galway um, when I was on the transplant list because you need to be just there at back, back and call. Um, so when I had my transplant, obviously it opened a lot more doors for me and I could go and do these things like go travelling, open my own business and just live, basically. Mm. It's a great, great story and I'm delighted you came back to me today to to retell it again to listeners because it's been quite a break since we met last and look at all the water (laughs) that's gone under the bridge since then. May I wish you and Gary all the best for your big day next year. Enjoy it and many, many happy years and uh, life together. Uh, And I just want to mention again, do make your wishes known and the simple ways to uh, become a donor, text donor to five zero. 050. That's donor to 50050. Or you can low call 1890-543-639 for more information. 1890-543-639. It's so important to do. Believe me, and Sinead Faulkner is a living example. Good luck with the business as Thank well. You so Continue much, success Sherry. to you. LMFM Podcasts. Brought to you with Cartmacross Cross Credit Union, where you'll find the best car loan to get you on the move. Talk to one of our team today at Cartmacross Cross Credit Union O'Neill Street or Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.